ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from his own bedroom, your host, Tony. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. Okie dokie, ladies and gentlemen, episode two, episode two. We've had a decent season premiere. Now let's get into episode two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and once again, thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody, tell your mom, tell your doctor, tell, fucking tell the postman, tell everybody. Alright folks, today's episode. So, today folks, we're going to be reviewing one of my favorite PlayStation originals, I mean PlayStation exclusives, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Yeah, you know the... I'm joking. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, so... Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. I gotta say, this probably has to be my favorite game in the entire uh, uh, Tetralogy. Um, I like the first one. Yeah, it's good, but you know, it's it felt kind of too short, too easy to pass, Not pre- didn't present enough of a challenge. I liked Uncharted 3, but damn, those puzzles were way too fucking... <clears throat> just irritating. A lot of the gameplay was irritating as well. I liked Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, it was good, but since it was on PS4, I had so much trouble getting used to the new controls, and it just made up for a very unpleasant time. Sony, please don't ever do nothing like that again. Alright, I'm sorry. Who makes what Uncharted again? Uh, let me check. Um, no, it's Call of Duty. Um, who makes the Uncharted games? The fuck is it? Alright, this will work. Uh, Naughty Dog, they may, there we go, Naughty Dog, that's what I was thinking of. Naughty Dog, please don't change the controls ever again. I know you guys, you guys are releasing Drought Thieves and, and what was the other one called for PS5? Please don't do the same mistake you did. It'd be cool if you didn't. Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, no, Among Thieves has got to be my, the most favorite, my folks' favorite game in the Tetralogy. Suck it. Um, uh, how does that mean? Am I gonna rank it above the others? Hell to the no. I'm just gonna, you know, just like it a little bit more than the others. That doesn't mean I'm gonna hold up. I'm just okay. There we go. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna give this, give this bitch an unfair trial. Whatever. Yeah, trial. All right. Anyways, that's that. All right. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into today's episode. Sit back, relax, and crack open a beer, soda, and or water, and enjoy, folks, because this is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves.
All right, so let's get into today's episode. So, for those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, here's how it goes for when we review video games. So, it's pretty much the same as the movie. We go a little bit into a premise, go over the plot of the game itself, if it has any, take a look at the gameplay controls, um, and then give it a rating, why we give it the rating, our personal opinions. Once again, anything that is said on the show is to not be taken seriously. It's all a joke. If I do go overboard, please feel free to let me know. Anyways, so give it our personal ratings, opinions, why we give it those opinions, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Go a little bit behind the scenes, take a look at the development, get a few quotes, and call it a day. So let's get into the let's get into get into the premise so for those of you that are unaware uncharted 2 among thieves is a 2009 action adventure game developed by naughty dog and published by sony computer entertainment it's the second film i mean second film is the second game in the uncharted series and was released in october 2009 for playstation 3 the game is set two years after the events of the first Uncharted, the single-player story follows Nathan Drake, who partners with Chloe Fraser and Elena Fisher as they search for the Chintamani Stone in the city of Shambhala, while battling a mercenary group led by war criminal Zorion Lazarevich. Development for Uncharted 2 Among Thieves began immediately following the critical success of the first game. The development team drew inspiration from explorer Marco Polo and specifically from his expeditions through the Archipelago. Uh, Archipelagos and Eastern Asia. Naughty Dog also aimed to improve the game's proprietary engine, creating the game to run exclusively on the company's Naughty Naughty Engine 2.0 system. Uh, This allowed developers to record extensive motion capture and more in-game cinematic sequences, as well as include an online multiplayer component, which was a first for the series. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves went on to receive critical acclaim for its elaborate set pieces, character design, storytelling, and graphics, and technical innovation and gameplay mechanics. Sorry, It received Game of the Year accolades from numerous publications and award events and was considered to be one of the greatest video games ever made among the most significant titles for the 7th console generation. The game also enjoyed, enjoyed great commercial success with over 6 million copies sold worldwide. The game was followed by a sequel titled Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception in the year 2011. The game was also released on PlayStation 4 as part of I'm sorry, was re-released as part of on PlayStation 4 as part of the Uncharted The Nathan Drake Collection. Alright. So you can see, there's already some hype around this. So, um, the gameplay. It's pretty much as the same as the first Uncharted. It's the action-adventure platform video game, which is played from a third-person view. With the player in control of Nathan Drake, Drake is physically adept and able to jump, climb, and scale narrow ledges and face, and sorry, and wall faces to get between points. Drake can be equipped with up to two firearms, one single-handed and one two-handed, and a limited supply of grenades. You can also pick up weapons, automatically replacing the existing weapon that he was using, and additional ammunition. Uh, ammunition from slain enemies the player can direct drake to take cover behind corners low walls using either aimed or blind fire to kill his enemies the player can also have drake fire while moving if drake is undetected by his enemies a player can attempt to use a stealth to take him out such as uh, en- 
enemies. The player can also have Drake fire while I'm sorry while sneaking up behind them to knock them out with one hit, or by pulling an unsuspected foe over a ledge from which Drake is hanging. In most areas, if all the foes patrolling are killed uh, steadily, then other waves that would normally appear do not. Some areas of the game require the player to solve puzzles with the use of Drake's journal, which provides clues towards the puzzle solutions. When enabled, a hint system provides gameplay clues, such as the direction of the next uh, objective. Throughout the game, uh, there are 101 special treasures that may be hidden in difficult-to-reach places that the that the player can collect. There is also one secret, one secret hidden relic in exactly the same one as the um, sorry. There's also one secret hidden relic, exactly the same one as the uncharted, the one in Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Collecting these treasures, along with completing certain feats within the game, is tracked by awarding of medals, which gives the player an in-game money to use to unlock the extra content in the disc, including concept art, game movies, game cheats such as guns with infinite ammunition, and a large portion of the in-game medals are used to win are used to award trophies. <clears throat> Now with the multiplayer, I haven't actually played the multiplayer. I only played. I played. Uh, I only got to play the second game through um, the collection they released for the PS4, and they didn't come with the multiplayer. So this is gonna be a little bit new to me. The Uncharted game features both competitive and cooperative multiplayer modes. The cooperative multiplayer mode allows a maximum of three players to take the roles of Nathan and two other hero companions and features missions involving gunfights, platforming, and teamwork-based objectives. Players can also assist their comrades if they become critically injured or if they grab them by an enemy. <clears throat> The competitive multiplayer allows a maximum of 10 players to play against one e uh, each other in two teams of five. Six competitor modes are featured, Deathmatch, Plunder, Elimination, Turf War, and King of the Hill, uh, and Chain Reaction. Deathmatch features two teams of five, with one team acting as heroes and the other as villains. Players can choose their own appropriate character models, such as Nathan, Elena, Sully, Tenzin, Chloe, or any other of the heroes in the team. Players can acquire... Uh, accrue points i don't even know you can rack up points and rank up you can purchase more skins for both heroes and villains four skins uh players can select two boost abilities which assist them in the matches plunder is similar to the traditional capture the flag mode and sees each team attempt to capture the treasure from a central point of the map and return it to their base the player carrying the treasure is slowed down a great deal and may choose to hurl the treasure away at any point in order to keep them a reach out of the enemy or to pass it to a teammate elimination has two teams of player of five players against each other with the objective of killing everyone on the other team in elimination the players do not respond the goal is to eliminate the other team three out of five times Chain Reaction is a mode that is similar to Turf War. The player, uh, this has a player capturing posts, but the player must do them in a specific order. One team works out from their base, needing to capture one through five, while the other team starts out from their home and needs to snag five through one. King of the Hill has players capturing a hill spawned at the map, uh, spawned on the map to score points. They must stay on the hill to score points while the enemy team tries to do the same. Goal Rush is a cooperative mode of play where two to three players must 
team up to obtain a treasure, which is randomly spawned on the map and taken back to their base, much like plunder. However, AI enemies try to stop the players from returning to the tre treasure. If a player goes down and is not revived before the timer goes back, they will not come back into the next round. In each consecutive round, the enemies become tougher to defeat. Survival is the second cooperative mode of play where two to three players must work together to defeat a total of 10 waves of enemies, each wave becoming more and more difficult. A new co-op mode titled Siege was also added in which two three players must team up to secure a zone while holding off waves of enemies. The servers for the Monk Thieves unfortunately were terminated on September 3rd, 2019. So, ouch. It's sad. Alright, so enough with the gameplay. Let's get into the story itself. So, <clears throat> <laughs> Uncharted 2 Among Thieves opens two years after the events of Drake's Fortune, the first game. Treasure hunter Nate Drake is approached by a former associate named Harry Flynn. Alongside Flynn, we got Flynn's girlfriend, Chloe Fraser. He is hired to help steal a Mongolian oil lamp connected to Marco Polo's doomed 12, uh, 1292 voyage from China. The group plans to cheat Flynn's client and take Polo's treasure for themselves. Unbeknownst to Flynn, Chloe and Nate had worked together before and Chloe plans on blackmailing Flynn and escaping with Nate and whatever treasure they find. Nate and Flynn break into the museum in Istanbul Istanbul and find the lamp which contains a map and flammable resin that reveals Polo's fleet was shipwrecked in Borneo and was carrying the Chintamani stone from the fabled city of Shambhala. Flynn double crosses Nate and leaves him to be arrested. Flash forward to three months, Chloe helps free Nate with his longtime buddy Victor Sullivan. She reveals that Flynn is actually working for war criminal Zorian Lazarevich, a Serbian criminal who is seeking the stone as well. In Borneo, Nate and Sully infiltrate Lazarevich's camp with Chloe as a mole. Nate discovers that the stone never even left Shambhala and locates a temple containing the bodies of Polo's crew as well as a Fruba and map detailing its carrier will gain passage to Shambhala through a temple in Nepal. Nate and Sully escape after being cornered by Flynn and his men. Sully backs out, so Nate and Chloe continue to Nepal, which has been ravaged by Lazarevich's mercenaries. There, they, counter, they encounter Nate's ex-girlfriend journalist, Elena Fisher, and cameraman Jeff, tracking Lazarevich as well. While at the temple, Nate and Chloe use the Frubo to uncover Shambhala's location in the Himalayas. Unfortunately, after doing so, Jeff gets shot in an ambush, and Chloe insists on abandoning him. Meanwhile, Nate and Elena help him, but they get they get caught by Lazarevich, and Chloe switches sides to maintain her cover. While Lazarevich kills Jeff, no, and obtains Shambhala's location from Nate, who escapes with Elena. R.I.P. Jeff. With Elena's help, Nate catches up to Lazarevich's train and helps and fights through it to find Chloe, but she refuses to leave with him after he compromised their mission to help Jeff and Elena. Flynn arrives and shoots Nate, concerned that Nate uh, cornered. Nate causes an explosion that causes the train to derail over, derail over a cliff. He escapes the, a hanging train car and, and recovers the Fruba and falls unconscious. 
a Tibetan Sherpa named Tenzin, brings Nate to the village. Nate reunites with Elena and is introduced to a German explorer named Carl Schaefer. Schaefer sends him and Tenzin after the remains of Schaefer's failed expedition for the stone decades ago. Nate and Tenzin travel through ice caves and fight off strange monsters. They also discover that Schaefer was working for the Nazi Anar- uh for the Nazi Anurb and killed his men to protect the world from the Chintamani stone. Uh, they return to fight off an attack on the village by Lazarevich's men, but Schaefer is kidnapped and the furba is stolen. Elena and Nate follow Lazarevich's convoy to the monastery where the mortally wounded Schaefer warns Nate to destroy the stone before Lazarevich can even obtain its power. After reacquiring the Furba from Chloe, Nate and Elena unlock the secret passage to Sambala underneath the monastery, but Lazarevich corners them with Chloe's cover blown. Lazarevich forces Nate to open the pathway to Shambhala. The monsters are atta- the monsters there attacked but are killed by Lazarevich, who reveals them as Shambhala's disguised human guardians. After the gate is opened, Shambhala's true guardians attack, allowing Nate, Elena, and Chloe to escape. After making their way through the city, the group discovers that the Chintamani stone is a giant amber derived, along with a flammable resin from the sap of the ancient tree of life. The sap gives the drinker inhuman powers, explaining that the Guardians and Polo's Doom crew, uh, sorry, <clears throat> explaining the Guardians and Polo's Doom crew. Flynn, who has been left for dead by Lazarevich, ambushes them in a suicide attack, which seriously wounds Elena. Nate leaves her in Chloe's care and confronts Lazarevich at the base of the tree. Lazarevich drinks the tree sap and becomes nearly invincible. By shooting explosive pockets of Rizinir's Lazarevich, Nate defeats him and leaves him to be killed by the Guardians. As the city crumbles under the collapse of the tree and the explosion re- exploding resin, Nate and Chloe c- c- carry Elena to safety. In the village, Chloe advises Nate to tell Elena that he loves her before bidding him farewell. Sully leaves a recovering Elena to Nate, and the couple pay their respects at a memorial for Schaefer and end up kissing. And that, my friends, is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Alright, so. Rating. It's a good story. Good story. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, I have got to give Uncharted 2 Among Thieves a... Most likely a 9 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a 9 out of 10, and here is why. Well, first and foremost, the reason why I give it such a high score is because, personally, for me, this has got to be probably my most favorite game in the entire, you know, Uncharted Tetralogy. Yeah, sure, um, Drake's Deception. Um, yeah, sure, the graphics were improved. Same thing with A Thief's End, you know, the story gets better and the graphics are improved. Yeah, sure. But for me, I, I, I personally liked Among Thieves. The puzzles were easy. Uh, well, not easy, but, you know, they were fun to do. It was easy to understand. And, you know, I just had a really great time playing this game. Now, that, of course, that doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's a perfect game. All right? Because, yes, there are some, you know, ina- a few inaccuracies with, um, in terms of, like, um, well, I wouldn't call them inaccuracies, just a few, you know, glitches and whatnot. And because, you know, I'm used to being able to control the whole 
um camera where the camera perspective and you know when it comes to uncharted they just don't let you and it really pisses me off and that's yes i'm it, it gets me so pissed off to the point to where i gotta take off a point for it because it's just so damn annoying like naughty dog why couldn't you just let us fucking move the fucking camera and yeah, i'm going off on a rant anyways um but yeah no a nine out of ten and rush starters how they decided to continue the story was great um i like how they didn't decide to you know bring in some bullshit features for the game because personally if you ask me while wow, although i haven't played the multiplayer um a game the multiplayer mode i have played the story mode and that alone is what makes this game so damn cool the story the direction they took it um i want to know about the voice acting always trust nolan north to give a good performance that that alone i'll just leave that there the voice acting it's good it um great performances you know, nothing too outstanding, nothing that, you know, really catches your attention, but, um, you know, great performance by Nolan North, you know, always trust that guy to give you a hell of a voice acting, um, gig, I mean, performance, <clears throat> pardon me, always trust Nolan North to give you a hell of a, uh, uh, voice performance, voice acting performance, because that guy really leaves you wowed. But, yeah, no, voice acting, it was good, you know, nothing too special, but, you know, it wasn't garbage. Now, the gameplay itself, I liked it a lot. The weapons that they improved on, um, just a few little details that they improved from the first game that I liked a lot. The graphics, much better. Um, now, do please keep in mind that I played the PS4 version. I, I didn't play the PS3 version, so, you know, I don't I didn't have to deal with the garbage as effects the people of 2009 had to deal with <laughs> man it feels good to be living in the future um you yeah, know it's overall overall the game is a very huge improvement from its predecessor um the challenges the puzzle is very easy to do very fun to complete you have fun with them um and even if you um you know lack the intelligence to do so it's very easy to find them on, on google to google them because that personally that's what i did when i played the third game um we'll get into that when you know we start reviewing the third game but yeah no um the puzzles were fun to do the direction in which the story goes amazing some segments of the game are very cool to play around to to, to be in um, like for example, the part where Nathan's running through the train that's heading to, um, where, where, where did they say it was heading to the Himalayas, I think? No, I'm, um, oh, damn it, what was it? Tibet, there we go, no, the train to Tibet? I don't know, but point to, to, yeah, there was a Himalaya. Sorry, apologies. The, the, my favorite segment 
of all was the part where they're headed to the Himalayas and Nathan's, you know, sort of playing subway surfers. I feel like that was the best the best part of the game for me because, you know, I got to jump over trains. It felt like just, you know, playing subway surfers and whatnot. But, you know, the weapons 10 times improved a lot better than what they gave us in the in Drake's Fortune. Um, what was I going to say? Um... The actions, the graphics, the voice acting—a lot of the, a lot of this game is just so much better than its predecessor. A lot better than its predecessor, and that's why I have to give it a nine out of ten. You know, there are a few details that you know kind of take it away, like you know the, the um, not the graphics, but rather the fucking. No, that's the word I'm looking for. <sighs> I guess you could call it graphics. I, I can't think of the word right now, but yeah. It's, I guess you could call it graphics. Um, graphics of the game, yeah, sure. There were a few mishaps with them. But, you know, that didn't ruin the gaming experience. It didn't. I will say this. I was a bit creeped out by the fucking Venom symbiote, symbiote looking at motherfucking things. It was nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. There's scary too, but you know that's 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 how they do it in Uncharted. Um, you gotta have some form of nasty ass creature running after you. Anyways, that's pretty much it for the review. Um, nine out of ten. Let me know what you guys think. So let's take a look behind the scenes. So development for this for the game began immediately after Drake's Fortune. The first reveal by the game, uh, reveal of the game was in December 2008 when the first teaser trailer showed a wary wounded Nathan uh, marching through a snowstorm to reach a Furba half buried in the snow. Lead character artist Richard Diamond remarked that the trailer was rendered in real time using the game's engine. A second teaser trailer was released soon after showing a badly wounded Drake stuck in the remains of a wrecked train hanging precariously over a cliff. The story begins in... Uh, sort of like a, you know, in the middle of a scene type of opening, you know, because when you open up the game, when, not open up, when, you know, the game starts, uh, your character wakes up, uh, in a train that's like hanging off the cliff. And that's the part where, you know, Nathan jumps onto the train that's headed for the Himalayas so they could get to the, you know, <clears throat> the, the Chintamani stone. I really liked that opening. That was kind of cool. But anyways, the narrative opens with a quote attributed to Marco Polo. Quote, I did not tell half of what I saw, for I knew I would not be believed. The game was uh, uh, written, or the game had three main writer writers. I think they were the same writers that worked on the first game. Either way, great writing, if I'm honest. I really like. One thing, that's one thing I really liked about this franchise. They didn't fuck up the story. They took it in an interesting direction. And I think... I don't mean to, like, get, you know, all... Or anything like that, but... I gotta say, this is this game is probably one of those games that's, you know... You can't... You feel bad for liking it better than its predecessor. And that's where this game is at. Um... So, you know... Suck it. I'm sorry, did you guys hear that? That was my stomach. I'm hungry. I need, I need to go eat after this. Um, <clears throat> sorry. There were DLCs, and I think it included, you know, 
multiplayer maps and skin packs whoa what they were doing that back in the day yeah except they didn't cram it down your throat every 10 minutes I remember this one time my brother must have paid almost 15 bucks just to get the new zombies map for black ops 2 yeah it was that bad anyways uncharted 2 among these went on to receive universal acclaim being praised as one of the best video games of all time and went on to earn game of the year awards including spikes video game awards on metacritic the game received a score of 96 out of 100, making it the most critically acclaimed game of 2009. The first publication to review Uncharted 2 was a French edition of PSM3. In the review, they called the game, quote, long, visually stunning, deep, and explosive. Uncharted 2 combines all the qualities you can find in a video game and much more. A new milestone has been reached in the video game industry, end quote. The magazine awarded the game 21 out of 20, a score that was reached only five years before by Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, oh, that reminds me, guys. GTA San Andreas is our one of our top five episodes ever played. Uh, the highest right now, I think, has got to be GTA 4, which is like at 60 plays. So, you know, if we can get that shit to 100, someone's getting the dick sucked. Anyways, so you can obviously see, you know, a lot of people fucked with the game. It was really good, um, and it's just, you know, one of those games that will be re forever remembered in PlayStation history. I'd say video game history, but unfortunately, you know, this was a Sony exclusive, so, you know, suck it, Microsoft. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, a 9 out of 10 on this game. Highly recommend it, especially if you're looking to get into uh, PlayStation. This is one of their go-to games. It's very fun. Um, definitely better than its original predecessor, in my opinion. And, you know, I say have fun with it. It's very easy to do um, if, you know, you have common knowledge. But, you know, overall, I recommend it. 9 out of 10. You know, obviously, you know, the game was followed by a sequel, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, which was released in 2012. And then, you know, it was met by its fourth installment, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Um... And, you know, as far as the Uncharted 2 Among Thieves story goes, that's pretty much where we cut it off here, ladies and gentlemen. So before we go, once again, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody, everybody, we're at 1,700 plays. Is it possible to get 2K before the end of the year? I think so. What about you guys, huh? Anybody? Any takers? Going once going to you guys can't even fucking hear me anyways ladies and gentlemen that's pretty much it that wraps it up for today's episode thank you guys all so much for the support tune in next week where we will be reviewing spider-man miles morales yeah we'll be joined by our special by, uh, by a special guest so you know stick around for that and that's pretty much it folks thank you guys all so much stay safe stay warm winter is coming and most of all people don't drink and drive thank you and we'll see you monday Okay, show's over. Please get out. Thank you.